Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. We really want to welcome you and thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. It is episode number 82. Thanks for this. And you know, we've got a lot of great news today mm. for today's episode. We just it's love... It's going to be a good day for you. Yes. And just all of your relationships. You know, yeah. what we're going to be talking about today can apply to so many relationships with your friends, your your kids. You know. One thing we know for sure, mm-hmm. we are different from one another. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Audrey, are we different from each other? Oh my my goodness. Well, maybe you guys can tell when you listen to the podcast. We are, Bob's the morning, Bob's, no, I'm the morning person. I'm the night person. (laughs) And it's it's late at night and we're going to record this and we're going to get it done. Usually at this time of night, I've been asleep for a couple hours. Yes, you're snoring. Yes. So just have mercy on me if not all of my thoughts. Hey, we got a great week ahead of us. Thoughts come together, yeah. You know, with our... Uh, personal, you know, um, coaching and counseling and all of that that we do, but also our live virtual event happening yes. this weekend. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a fun weekend, but I, we really want to communicate yes. today's message with you. I mm-hmm. felt like it's, it is that important mm-hmm. because, you know, listen here, we never, you know, enter a relationship. We don't enter into a, a marriage, you know, just to make another person's life miserable no. or, or to, you know, to <laughs> to be in misery yourself. No, yeah. what you want to do is to be able to benefit one another, to enjoy one another and to find that place of safety yes. and rest. Yes, because it's in that place of safety with each other where I can be myself. I can have shortcomings. I can have a hard day. I can have whatever, you know, that happens, but we can relax knowing that, you know what, there are some things that you and I have established that we give mercy to each other. What we find again and again with couples is that how do I communicate with you my sense or feeling of being misunderstood? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I don't know how to express it. I don't want you to feel as though that you're a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm feeling hurt by it. But in our differences, you know, we just we find this place where you know we feel as though that I'm just being highly misunderstood yes. and sometimes lost in knowing what to do. Yeah, in fact, that seems to be a common thread as we're doing our um, sessions with couples and individuals throughout the weeks. And you know what else is interesting, Bob, is that people feel very loved when they feel understood. Like on the opposite spectrum of that. That's a better way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, Bob, even though we're so different, you really love me when you can just understand and give me that. Even though you don't. You know, even rolling into, you know, this podcast, 
you know, I'm, I'm like, we can do this, we can get this done, you know, but I want you to see things my way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, I want to be that coach. I want to be that encourager. I mean, we can do this, you know, and you're like, but I'm tired as well. Yeah. You know, and yes, it's something that you really want to do. And yet there's these differences of approach. Who's right and who's wrong. Right. There, there isn't. It's just pure difference. Exactly. And I think that it's such, the reason I say it's good news today is because you don't have to agree on everything to have a wonderful, thriving, merciful, kind, warm, gentle mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. where you can keep each other safe. Mm-hmm. You know? What I'd like to see happen more often because when I find people in couples, when they feel as though they're stuck and they're feeling misunderstood, a lot of times what has happened is they have forgotten to celebrate their success, mm-hmm. their accomplishments, uh, where they really do have unity, where they have agreement, uh, where they're a strength and a support to one another. Because that understanding, when that understanding really kicks in, then there's a servitude of my heart where I really prefer you, you know, and it's not just a, a struggle thing that I, oh, that's the most loving thing to do, but I, I, I want to know you. And so in understanding, I move towards you and I, I create a place where you can stand. Yeah. And you know what? To celebrate each other's successes. I think that sometimes we can notice where our partner or our kids or whoever we're in a relationship with is lacking and we can zero in on that and it doesn't serve as well. And to go to, I love what you said on the opposite spectrum of that, celebrate your successes. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to celebrate your successes, Bob. I mean, I think when is the last time couples just sit, sit down and go, hey, let's just um, talk about how we've each other. Done. Hey, we've been winning here. Yeah. I want to just tell you that, Bob, I've seen you winning when it comes to, and I'm just going to be honest here, with your mood. I mean, your mood has been on kindness and warmth. And I noticed that, you know, like you're really giving in your heart in, in the area of a mood. Like I feel that because that means a lot to me. Like you've, you're an overcomer. Yeah. Well, mood is very important to you. You like <laughs> yes! happy in the home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, those who are listening, if, are, if I, if am I, I the only one here that just loves I'm it? processing deep on the inside, yeah. it typically shows up on the outside. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm pensive on the inside... You're not covering it up very I'm well. I'm not covering it up. No, exactly. And uh, yeah, so I've I have I I've been working through some yeah, things. Yeah, I can tell. And so if if I'm agitated on the inside, it's easy then for me to be agitated with others sometimes on the outside. So I I apologize. I mean, we've worked through this. Yeah. But I think that's what you're referencing here mm-hmm. is you know the uh, the mood. And I, I know bring. that it's because of a con- conscious choice that you're choosing to overcome? Well, I, I again, this is something that I use on so many people. And and it's this simple question, what is the most loving thing I can do for all persons involved? Mm. And when, when all I am is thinking about me and what I'm going through and how I'm, and it's just like, wait a minute, 
there's other people in this house. You know, right. there's there's people that you're relating with. And just because you're struggling doesn't mean that you need to be dumping on everyone else. Yeah, they can know that you're going through it and we can, you know, bring mercy and grace to one another. But I have to be responsible for me. Mm-hmm. And so how others experience me is very important. Yeah. So back to Again, sell- not pretending. Right. But this is this is where you know, we work, you know, through our differences in preferring one another. Yeah. And back to celebrating each other's successes. Um, I've often told you, and, and we've talked about this in podcasts past, that I feel so safe when you're happy. And it is because I am very mood. I am affected by mood. That's mm-hmm. something really important to me. And um, just today, Bob, I don't know if you noticed this, but um, we had taken a break between sessions and you were laughing very hard at something. I don't know exactly what you were laughing at, but I smiled to myself and went, now that is my favorite sound. Oh, yeah. Like that's one of my favorite sounds in the world. Yeah, I was, I was just watching some stupid comedians. So, <laughs> Well, it was working. They, they were some pretty funny jokes. So, <laughs> so hey, it's, it, whatever it is, I mean, oh my it's gosh. good to laugh, people. Yeah. And, you know, we... We do tend to beat ourselves up for our our downfalls. Like we do that to ourselves, I, Bob. You know, we you know we haven't talked about it, but I mean, for a couple months now, um, I got in the habit of eating you know Lucky Charms before sleep. You know, I mean, I'm just talking about like my. This is just okay. a personal right. thing I'm that listen. it's not good. Where you'll take this, I'm not I, sure. Just a second. I'm talking about places where we're not quite overcoming, oh. and. Just for a couple months, I started to just really enjoy that feeling of lucky charms before I go to bed. You know, that feeling of a full delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was, I probably thought they were doing something. lucky charms, they're magically delicious. (laughs) That was stupid. Wait, we're valuing our listeners' time, Audrey. Oh, let's, yeah, right, let's right, 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 right. So anyway, you know that you can't eat two bowls of Lucky Charms before bed every night before it starts to, to show itself as, you know, maybe not a great habit in your life. And so um, I was inspired of a couple weeks Careful ago. Careful now, people, no judging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You know what? Go ahead. It is, no, I'm, don't send oh, okay. your letters. Don't, yeah, don't no. send any letters. Yes. <laughs> you can judge in your own heart. If you really need to, I know it's wrong, but anyway, a couple of weeks ago, um, I changed, I took a pivot and I thought to myself, I'm going to just, I saw these tiny houses on a show and I thought, what would happen if I ate tiny meals? <laughs> so this is my new thing. So for a couple of weeks now, I've been wanting to eat tiny meals. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes. It's nothing, this is not a nutrition podcast or- no. Or a weight loss That's progress. It? That's all you're going to say about it? That's all I'm going to say about it. I'll keep you posted. But for a couple of weeks now, I, I have gotten used to eating a lot less. And it's amazing how you can get used to that pretty quick. Well, sweetie, I yeah. celebrate your success. Thank you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> okay. They, you get- I was looking like, okay, how do I link this? And it's like, oh, okay. I'll celebrate your success. You've got to have noticed the last couple of weeks. What? I've changed in my Oh, eating. no, absolutely. Yeah. But I also know to leave that arena alone. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you were judging me about my lucky charms. No. No, and I appreciate that. Do you know how much I appreciate being in a relationship 
where I can low function sometimes, you know, and just well, go. I do. Yeah. And we can just love each other in that place when I'm, you know, I, I am low. No, I mean, I, I mean, I low function. Oh. <laughs> no, that's what I meant is I low function. Yeah. But we've come to this place, Bob, in a relationship where we really don't grade each other or put each other on a test. Not so that we, not that it's okay it to is, stay there. Is when the, yeah. And, uh, this way is, is recognizing when a person is struggling. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is are you able to move towards them yeah, and be with them in their struggle. Yeah. Not requiring an explanation. Or a fix. You know, but just be able to be there and just listen and say, hey, tell me more and however long it takes. Yeah. But you, what you're doing is that you're extending a grace for them. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're granting favor and in doing that, then you say, hey, we'll, we'll work this through. We're going to make a way out. I'm aware. But again, I don't need to be your answer. Yeah. And uh, and I don't need to try and fix you all the time. I, I really noticed that you don't try to be my police. And we could all, we just don't want to live with a police person. You know, that's not, I mean, I love policemen. You know what I mean so, by that. Yeah. So what I wanted to you know, kind of move move sure. move on with the podcast today. Yeah. You know, with regards to celebrating one's successes, mm-hmm. you know, each other's successes, I think is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I know that as couples and as families, you know, we set goals, you know, for a new year. We have ambitions. There's, you know, places we want to go and people we want to see and money we want to make. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there's all kinds of things. Uh, and we typically... Um, in our more Western mindset, grade, yes, you know, and we, do. we, we, you know, we'll, 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 uh, rate it. Yeah. Um, we'll judge it, you know, measure pass it. or fail, yep. measure it. Yeah. However it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I may, if I can, you know, really begin to celebrate our success and us moving forward, and then all of a sudden you reach, you know, you know, the, the, the finish line and it's, and it's like, okay, now we need to look back, you know, did we make it, um, or did we fall short? And, you know, people who are in, in sales, you know, I mean, yeah. they're always measuring and, you know, setting that bar, you know, in if you're, if you've made it, well, then I guess we didn't set the bar high enough. I mean, in the stress Yikes. that we create, create with Yikes. one another, yes. but in relationship, when we have differences, because we are just very yes, different, yes, we might have mutual or shared, you know, goals, ambitions, values. desires, values, yeah. um, and we will probably go at them mm-hmm. in a different way, mm-hmm. and we would even grade it or judge it in a different way. But what happens when you feel as though the other person? Just isn't pulling their weight. That or the other a lot person, in you know, is just kind of a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Or I wish that they would be just a little more. This. Whatever it might be. You know be. what, Bob? And what happens in that scenario is it tends to affect us, and it doesn't take long before it turns into an obsession, and we we start thinking if only they could change this one thing. If they wouldn't be such a 
blank. You know, if only they would validate me when I share my heart. If only I could be unashamedly myself instead of feeling like I'm constantly having to dumb down, you know, my personality or my... People look at this, you know, kind of at that 80-20 rule. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with regards to input and results, you know, with regards to effort. But in a relationship, a lot of times, you know, that 80-20 rule is where you're looking for that other person to complete me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking for you to complete in me and I'll then take the response and I'll fix you as well and right. I'll complete you. Yeah. And all of a sudden we in we can find ourselves being disappointed with the other person yeah. but then also harming them in the at the same time because what you want to do is take something that is good and make it better. Yeah, exactly. And and when when that happens then we both start trying hard, we start forcing things And I think the ultimate success in a relationship after all these years, Bob, is to live in a place where we can enjoy each other and rest together, rest in our differences, not have to psychoanalyze stuff, but just live, you know, enjoy each other. Yeah. And so I want to take a look at this gap, you know, that we that is really quite obvious, you know, Mm -hmm. in our differences. Right. And too often we allow our differences to divide. But in our differences, we create this gap. So Mm -hmm. let's say we've been successful over 80%, but we've just kind of missed it the last 20. It's almost as though that that 20% of, of, Kind of missing, missing the target, yeah, missing you know, it. a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. or that agitation, and it seems like or that, that disconnect that you know just absorbs and mm-hmm. you know is taking all of my strength and my focus and my energy, and it's like, wait a minute, look at all that we have in common. You know, yes. look at all that we share. Look what we've been able to accomplish. Look at the pleasure that you and I are. Yeah, to let's each other. celebrate you that let's each other's success. These. And unfortunately, these that small gap, Bob, it screams for attention and resolution. And if we face that gut wrenching truth, if we're waiting for the other person to agree with us all the time or see through our lens uh, of perspective, we're going to be stuck for years in an unloving relationship. And because you're going to be in a place of disconnect unless you're willing to walk away from giving that gap so much attention. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad you mentioned that, Bob, because that gap thing is real. And I think that it's just a matter of pivoting, saying, I'm going to celebrate your successes rather than dwelling and giving attention to those things that we don't even actually agree upon. Mm-hmm. So I made my own acronym okay. uh, for GAP. Oh, okay. And it's grace, access, and patience. So if I recognize that there's a, a gap, you know, you know, between us, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to take personal responsibility for me. And I, in that gap, I'm going to find a way that I would be an individual of grace, that there would be a willingness, that there would be access, you know, that I wouldn't harden my heart against you, and then that there would be patience, mm-hmm. and that I would extend that as well. Because when there's when there's grace, you know, if, if I'm finding this difference here in this gap, then if there's a grace, then I'm going to make a way for you. 
Right. You see, I'm an individual where my identity, my dignity, my value and worth is intact. Therefore, I'm, I'm able, I really want to be able to deal with trials. I want to be able to deal with, you know, difficulties that come my way. And I want to be unwavering. I don't want to, you know, to break my stride. Right. And so if there's a gap between us, the best thing I can do is a high is to be a high functioning me. Yes, absolutely. You know, what I want to do is is I want to I want to be healthy. You know, I want to be stable and strong because then I when I'm kind to myself and I care for myself, then I'm going to be kind and I'm going to care for you. It's true. Now I bring a favor to the relationship. Yeah. You know, I have favor with you and you mm. with me. There's a grace, there's an enablement that I bring to the other person. When I notice that there's a gap, I want to be a gracious one. Yes, that's so true. What you said, I first of all, I just got a comment and say, I love your acronym, Bob, because that grace and that access and that patience is that did I get that right yes is is really really huge and important and also I just want to underscore something else you said is that when I'm kind to myself I can be kind to you but on the opposite spectrum of that if you're if you're living and allowing negative self-talk like your judge to talk to you all day of everything you're not um It'll result in you being, you're, you're mad at yourself. You'll end up being mean to the people around mm-hmm. you. It's real. And um, don't think you can don't think you can live with that kind of negative self-talk and still have great relationships. Like you learning to talk to yourself and love yourself the way God loves mm-hmm. you really impacts on a heart level how the people around you are experiencing you. Yeah. So when I'm beginning to identify this gap between yeah. us, I, w- I want to be gracious, okay? I want to be a, a person of grace, but then I also want there to be access. And and, and then I, I put in there that just this simple willingness, because if there's a gap and if there's this disappointment, what I want to do is I do want to guard my heart. And uh, there's um, Proverbs 23, 19 says, you know, you know, keep your heart, guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. But then Philippians 4 and 6 says this, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you could understand, and his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so what I want to do is I want to give you access. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to guard my heart. I don't want to have a hard heart towards you. If, if I've been and hurt, different. if I've been, yeah. you know, disappointed, I'm, I want to pursue you and create a safe place mm-hmm. because I want to know you. You see in, in creating access, it's not about me communicating to you. Right, so you can, it's not so I can me hear your point. having an agenda to make your that point. I need to right. deliver. Yeah, but rather in me creating access, it's I desire you, I want you, and I'm willing, you know, to get close to you because I, I want to hear you, and so it's being able because in this gap, I, I'm, I want to be a gracious one, but 
the other thing is I'm not going to harden my heart. I'm not going to withdraw. I'm not going to withhold, but I'm going to pursue and I'm going to be present without being invasive. Right. I, oh, I mean, that's this so is good, really key. That I, is key. I really want to be present. Because this is what But if I have an agenda, yeah. you know, because you've been a disappointment to me because, you know, you're, you're bringing a mood yeah. or yeah. an issue, you see, all of a sudden my presence can be one that can be so repulsive because I'm being invasive. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm, now I'm enforcing and I'm not, you know, just being this safe place. Where you can have access to me because I desire you and I want you. you. You see, because I'm a gracious one and my identity is intact, you see, I'm not looking for you to complete me. Right. Now I can actually serve you. Mm-hmm. Now I can more accurately love you. Yeah. And then the P, you know, and gap, gracious. To, to be able to create access and safety, a willingness, and just that patience. Mm-hmm. Love is patient. Yeah, we did that episode about long-suffering the You're other right. day. And so where Love there's that patient. patience, yeah. all of a sudden, the other is, I believe, experiencing a unique kindness from you. Yes. Because that... you're patient. Yes. Isn't I... that neat? When a person's patient, just how kind they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, and, and just that rest, I, I, I just can't think of anything more successful as a couple. I mean, we started out talking about ce- celebrating each other's successes, but I can't think of anything more successful than when we can exist together in the same place and love each other deeply and enjoy each other, but mostly feel so safe without judgment. Bob, I think there's just so much judgment in relationships and people wanting to inflict their opinions on the other person. And I mean, back to the lucky charms, like you could have easily reminded me that that probably wasn't healthy to do that a couple bowls a night, you know, but you really gave me space. You didn't give me a look. You didn't, I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure you noticed I was eating those, but you just let me have it. And for you, the last couple of weeks, there was just one little, you know, maybe a day or two where it was rough, you know, in the house as far as the mood goes. But I don't think I I told you about it or inflicted that upon you. We, I just said, this is what we're going through. We're, we're not both high functioning all the time. And we can give each other that. But then to give each other that grace and that access and that patience to just be loved. Like, let's just love each other. So I really appreciate what you said, Bob. That's so good. And as I said, the ultimate success in a relationship is to be loved without judgment. Mm-hmm. Because if there's judgment, then there's fear behind it. It means you're, you're fearing something. And let's just be fearless, confident, and courageous in our relationships. There's nothing better than being loved on your worst day. You know what? So Isn't well that said, it? Bob. That's it. Being being loved on, on your worst Thank day. you for saying it in those words, because that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baby, you love me on my worst day. Yeah. You, you really, really do. And, uh, you know, sometimes we just need to give each other a whole lot of mercy and a little bit of space. Yeah. Um, but when we love each other on our worst day, you know, when we love each other on our worst day, what you're doing is, I think, giving space not only for the other person, but then you're being good to yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I feel that that's, you know, really important. And because we, I don't always have my best days, mm-hmm. always. I don't mm-hmm. wake up, you know, just, you know, um, uh, what, do, what, what do people call it? They, uh, not making their day, they're killing their day, or uh, there's a saying. Well, I say have. wake up smiling. No, I know that. <laughs> but people, people are looking, you know, did they you know, make their day? Did they yeah. kill their day or yeah. whatever? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But be, be good to yourself. Be, yeah. Give yourself a break every now and then. Yeah. But when you do, then you, then you, you're, you're enlarging your capacity then to help others. Mm-hmm. You see, when you treat yourself with kindness, you'll treat others with kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're far more accepting, you know, even of yourself and your weakness, you can be more accepting of others. Here's another point, because I want to start nailing and making this really, really practical. So be kind, be good to yourself. Okay, know how fully loved and accepted and forgiven you really are and let that become your reality. And then number two is just simply slow down. Yeah, I think that's a really important. I mean, just just simply slow down in your annoyance and your frustration and your sadness and your resentment and all of these things. People just slow down for a moment. And it doesn't mean that your activity level changes but that rather you gain your composure. Yeah. You see, I'm going to, again, I want to take responsibility for me and I want to gain my composure. I, I'm sure many have heard me say before and, and take these moments of transition of, of gain your composure when you rise in the morning. You know, when you leave the home, before you enter the home, how about before you go into the workplace, rather than going in all frazzled, you know, and, and distraught, it's just like, wait a minute, I know the Prince of Peace, I prioritize peace, where I go, I'm going to bring peace. So in that, remember, you know, that you are influencing others and that your life is extremely significant. Then number three is I really want you to be grateful. And that just isn't being thankful, but more than you are in the right place at the right time. And there is a grace. You can fill this gap. You you can be resourceful and you've got the patience to be able to sustain this moment. You're in the right place. And with kindness, you're going to move things forward. With kindness, you're going to create a safe atmosphere, a safe place yeah. for others to land. Yeah. And you know what? When it really comes down to it, Bob, differences are what keeps relationships interesting. You know, when we have similar values, you know. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> differences. Here's, here's here, yeah. again, another, another silly one. Yeah. You know, if we were the same, then one of us would be unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's our differences that some yeah. kind of sometimes get in the way. And it's not realistic to think that we'll always agree with everything. And, you know, and it, you know, when it comes to the foundational issues of life, yes, we agree with those things. But we also know that we are just never going to have the exact same opinion about everything. And you know what? That's not okay. I think it's awesome. Like, I think that mm-hmm. it's great that we can love each other 
where we have different opinions. Mm -hmm. Another one is that really make communication a priority. Yeah. And so what we want to do is just kind of, you know, um, help you because I think a real great exercise for you to do, you know, individually and even as a couple are, what are the things that we do agree upon? Yeah. You know, how would we really you know, celebrate our successes and what are these values that we share? And really, are there some non-negotiables that we have? Because when those things are in place, it's almost as though 80% of your decisions have already been made. Mm -hmm. And so really begin to prioritize communication, you know, and how we communicate. It's really key. You know, it's not just a cliche, like how we communicate and, and, you know, Bob, you and I have done so many podcasts on this fully just on communication, but to speak the truth in love to each other just really facilitates and nurtures that we don't have to be on the same page, but we can really be on the same page when we say we do want resolve and we do want to hear each other. Would you be able, this would be number two, would you be able to describe really just some some of your life goals. Mm-hmm. You know, these are some of the ambitions and, and it might be a life, you know, goal or a life purpose. Maybe it's even just something for this year. Might there just be one thing? And this would be one thing that I'd really like to accomplish. And then as you hear that from the other person, now you become an agent that, you know yeah. what? I'm in agreement yeah. and I, I want to help you in I'm this. I'm going to be your cheerleader. Yeah. I, I'm just going to like... I'm going to, if you want something and you're working towards it, even if I have to sacrifice for that, let's do that. Another one, Bob, that I think is important that we agree upon is what, what love really means, because there's so many meanings of love in our culture and of what that expects, but being on the same page of what love means, as far as first Corinthians 13 and all the things that you and I have to base love and knowing that if we're not loved by God, we won't be able to love each other. Another question that we use often, you know, to, to be able to ask your spouse is just simply this. When do you feel most safe with me? Right. And even ask yourself, when was the last time you really felt safe with your partner? And be able to describe that and be able to say, you know what? I remember when and when we were here. And all of a sudden you're remembering this. And I really felt safe at that time. Yeah. It does bring comfort. Yeah. You know, speaking of safety, I'm just going to bring up the money thing because having an agreement of how we spend and save money is important. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because not everyone is going to be the same person and, and agree completely how we spend and save money. But you definitely want to be, be really hear each other's heart with this. Mm-hmm. Because if we can have financial styles and goals that are similar it's going to really help us to not have those kind of fights and conflicts. Yeah. Another value, I think, you know, as people are trying to, you know, find, hey, where is our agreement? Yeah. And another one is just with, with honesty. Yeah. You know, we don't lie. No. But in my honesty, I'm not being, you know, harmful, but rather helpful. Right. And so this is what we share with one another 
is that, you know, hey, we, we just don't lie about these things. And right. the only reason I would share it is because I desire and I really do want you. Yeah. Now let's talk about some of the things we, we get to encounter many beautiful couples when we do our sessions together. But I'd love to talk about some things that aren't as important to agree on that people kind of have in their head that you do need to agree on. And it's just, we don't have to take long. I know we've already, you know, done a full length podcast here, but but we could really... When they feel like I have to, all yeah. of a sudden is, oh, now we got a strife moment. Right. You know? Exactly. Because yeah. you don't see it the way I see it. Right. And one of those things is basically, right, and this is pretty heavy in our <laughs> in our culture, is just um, politics. Like, we, we do we have to agree? People are heated over this. Heated. And marriages and, and families. And families and children. Yeah. And, yeah. It's a hot topic, man. And Bob, you and I are different when it comes to politics. Not that our view is different, but the fact that I, you know, don't ever watch the news or see what's going on and you're more interested. Does that make one of us right or wrong? No. No. But it just means that we don't have to be the same when it comes to the news, uh, when it comes to politics, when yeah, it comes to checking. It's just not a part of our conversation. Yeah. We don't have to. It's, not, it's just we're just not a big thing for us. It doesn't mean we're not, you know, I hope. Someone doesn't hear that as your responsible, but, 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 but when it's but when it's something that's extremely important to me, mm-hmm. a lot of times individuals will feel that urgency. Then why isn't this so important, important to you? Like if like and if so you, when it comes to yeah. you know politics and and things like that, uh, it's just like wait, allow yourself if you want if if this is so important for you, great, but then. You have to be able to create space for others. Yes, yes. And and we can't get obsessed about the other person having to agree with us when it comes to politics. Because even in politics, you can find out what you do agree okay. on. So let's move on. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So now, I, again, this is the list we're saying. You don't have to agree on these things. You don't have things. to agree on this. How about, Bob, what you like to eat? We can be different. Yep. We are different. You like Lucky Charms. Yeah. They're magically delicious. <laughs> I love pizza. <laughs> well, I do too. So yeah. there you go. How about where you would take a vacation? Yeah, sometimes we're different. We agree on that because we're going to go together. <laughs> yeah. But I know that for some couples, this can become an issue of con- conflict. Yeah, yeah. Bob and I like adventure. We we could camp. We could do anything. I'd love to take a winter holiday. Yeah. You have no desire. No. Zero. I don't. So like what being I'm going to do is I'm going to take the boys yeah. and, and we're going to do it go you know, ourselves. Fun, but go have fun will on you that snowmobile. No, no, I'll be at home. Is it an issue and a problem? No. no. You just go find someone yeah. you would like to go do that. There with. you go. We do some vacations together and we do some with mm-hmm. other people. You know. Here, here's another one. How much alone time? You know, do you need? Yeah, that's something we've been growing in with each other. With some our people need a lot. Yeah. And, and when, that doesn't when make it do right need, or wrong. Yeah, not a right or wrong. And some people are very tunnel visioned and focused when they're working. And you got to give people space to be who they are. Who controls the radio in the car? Yeah. You do. You do. Oh, no. Well, you do. I'm not even going to talk about that one. I do. I want to talk about it. Really? Yeah. Because I like music in the car. Yeah. Like, I like it. Yeah. I love talk radio. Yeah. I like those Geeks. kinds of things. So yeah. most of the time we sit in silence. Yeah. I would love to put on my playlist. Uh, your playlist. Yes. Right. But because it's not your playlist, then we don't listen to anything. Yeah. 
That's true. It's I mean, true. sometimes we listen to country music. No, no. I can handle yeah, it. Yeah, barely. Really? Yeah. I feel like you've usually got music going on in the car. Really? Yeah, that's my perception. Huh. And I, I'll make note of that next okay. time. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And I would love it if we took turns. Like Robert and I went on a walk the other day and we both had an AirPod and we went into the desert. He had number left and I had number right. And we took turns. He would do one of his favorite songs and I'd do one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And I love that because we could hear, really give each other space to have their favorite mm-hmm. song. They're very different from each other, but it was very honoring. Like it was really sweet. Yeah. Because listening to someone's music is kind of a nice thing to do for them. It really is, mm-hmm. because it is very personal. Yeah. And again, not a right or wrong, yeah. but very personal. And while it's great to share your taste, same taste in movies and music, it's not a requirement, Bob, for a successful relationship. Like, you can make it work. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, the last one would be uh, free time. Yes. You know, what, what, what you do as a couple in your free time, I mean, talk about it. But I, I would imagine things would be different, you know, you know, from from each other. Mm-hmm. And to be able to give the other person space without guilt. Yeah. What a gift. What a gift. You know what? We've got free time. You go do what you want to do. And I'm not going to judge you about it. No guilt involved. That's such a gift that we can give to each other. Well, Bob, I've really appreciated your emphasis on celebrating each other's. You know how we started really mm-hmm. meant a lot to me, celebrating each other's successes. Hmm. That's that's a really loving thing to do. What what and again, if there's something I mean, there's probably something you heard today that we didn't even say. I hope you know, so because I don't be know able, how profound you're going to be did. able to apply it to your life. <laughs> and so again, those three, you know, hey, is there an affirmed thought? Is there a new thought? And is there something that you can apply to your life today? We because hope again, and the most pray important, that you've been inspired. you know, time is when this is turned off. And what will you do with it? And I would really encourage you, you know, to find a way to be able to celebrate your spouse. And in some way, whether it be with a gift, whether it be with a note, whether it be with a phone call or a hug and a kiss, I don't know. But just use some words, you know, rather than just thinking of how wonderful they are, say and do something. Yeah, I love that, Bob. What a great way to close off. You guys, we love you. We look forward to next time. And um, a lot of you are going to be at our virtual event in a few days and we'll see you then. And we're so excited to do life together with you. So share this podcast with others and um, we'll see you next time. All right. Have a great week. Bye-bye.